It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plate. People get out of my way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even old enough to drive? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Andrew Raycroft brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow. And by Frank's Red Hot. Visit franksredhot.com for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's frank it up. We go to the Harbor One Hotline. Razor, good morning. How are you? Good morning. It's Masters week. I'm amazing. Uh, oh, really? Oh, so are you uh, are you full blown in on the uh Masters coverage here early on? Like what is it oh, what is it yeah. like for you in terms of consuming the Masters? I'm curious. No, I've I've got the laptop going. I've got Golf Channel on TV. I've got my iPad on the other I'm all in. I, I won't miss a shot as long as much as until my family ruins it for me. So, you know, being a big Masters guy, like, have you ever daydreamed about the time that you would win the Masters and then you would come back the next year and then you get to choose what everybody eats? You know, the whole dinner that everybody, they get to the, pick the, the meal. The champion's dinner, yeah. yes. You ever, you ever think about what you would choose as your meal to serve to all the other previous Masters winners? I have been thinking about it this week. and really? it, It's a tough choice. Yeah, it's really tough. I would have to have some Canadiana on there, so a poutine, something like that. But I also <laughs> love the idea of mixing it up, a little sushi, some steak, uh, you know. But Really? Yeah, You're very like eclectic. It's a really tough decision. Yeah, I'm yeah but you can, only pick, you can only pick an app, uh, uh, a main course, and a dessert. That those, You got to go. You got the poutine. Is that, a, is that an app? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll use that as an app, a chocolate chip cookie for dessert for sure. And then I would I would probably go steak and salmon. That's pretty Canadian oh, standard. Okay. Okay. Yeah, steak and eggs. <laughs> I know it's morning, but still I don't know about that. All right, so Razor, truthometer. You're playing from the whites. What would you shoot at Augusta? Oh, so I, I do know some guys that have been out there, and it's a lot easier when you play with the members, I've been told, and, and have yep. a pretty good sense of that. But um, are we, t- I, I, I mean, I, I would you break? do anything to break 100. I was going to. You know, like, if we're, and are we, is there any gimmies, or are we, do we have to put every putt in? That, uh, that'll that be the issue. Like, if I can pick up a two-footer that I might miss, that would to, help. You're at Augusta. I'm, a saying, I'm saying the answer would be no. Yeah, yeah, you're no, not it all straight. It you're all gonna... it all depends on who you're playing with because there's no, no way. Yeah, there's I no way those members. Now, what are you normally? Uh, I'm like, uh, if you looked it up, I'm an eight, I think, a seven point two in there. So I, I, but I, I'm not that good. I, I don't play nearly enough anymore. I, I was going to say uh, you, I mean, you'd be, you yeah, you, I, I think you'd be uh, okay. Those greens are slick. Listen, I want to go to Augusta because that's one of those where it's like, oh yeah, I played Augusta. What'd you shoot? One twenty. Like, oh, you must <laughs> suck. Oh, you do too, buddy. I did like, that. At, uh, <laughs> I did. I did a quick little day trip at Pebble Beach. Uh, and it was it was like a, a one twenty. You catch the wind, it forget just, about it. You're it, dead just, down there. I was real nervous. They, the starter kept chasing us, t- saying that we were taking too much time. <laughs> we kept taking pictures on like every green. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick you out of here if you don't start playing. Of faster. course. And then you, and then and then and then Christian played the "Don't you know who I am?" card. No, no, no. I said, <laughs> "Don't you know who this guy is?" And I pointed to Brady. Oh, oh well. And then his parents showed up. I said, "How about them?" 
<laughs> now what? What? What, are you going to say something say now? Say what again? Say what one, one more say time. Say what again? Uh, Razor, I oh, guess this is... Uh, yeah, that, did Brady pay? You got, you got set no, up, No, right? no, it was everybody paid for their, their own way. It was just getting oh, the, getting 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 in was the hard part. Yeah. I mean, that's enough. Thank you for like the the intro to the guy that you know opens the gate for all the people. Well, Razor, I guess this is the kind of stuff you talk about when you're cemented as the number one seed, and the only thing really left is are you going to set records or not? But let's start with Taylor Hall. Looks like he is on the verge of coming back, even if he isn't in the lineup tonight against Toronto. Uh, kind of what are your projections or maybe what would you like to see out of Taylor Hall in these final couple regular season games in terms of building momentum for the postseason? Well, I'm intrigued just where he's going to go. And and it was intriguing to see him with Hall, Coyle, and Bertuzzi putting those three guys together, which we all assumed, but we haven't seen Bertuzzi over on the right side and how's that going to look. So I'm, I'm intrigued on on just how it looks when he lines up on that third line. And if that is the third line, what does the fourth line look like when Felino comes back? So I'm not, I think, I think it's, this is going to benefit Taylor Hall in a big way. I think his legs are going to be well rested, well refreshed. He's a veteran guy that knows how to play hockey. So he's not going to have any issue. And I think at this season, and he, he mentioned it yesterday in his, his post-practice interview, just talking about how he's a lot more refreshed than, than other guys in the league right now. So I I have no qual. I'm not worried in any way about him getting to his game over the next couple of weeks. I'm just more interested on how the lineup looks with him in it. So is Marshan in a, a little goal slump? Thirteen games without a goal, longest of his career. And if you think he is, what do you? What does he have to do to get out of it? For him, it'll be one lucky one that goes in, and one one little tweak. Something happens out on the ice where where it, it flips. And I also think. Where he's at in this season, um, and, and I mentioned this, like David Pasternak's going for 60. He's got milestones every time he steps on the ice. Trent Frederick's going for career highs every day. Coyle, these guys, a lot of the guys are trending. is trying to get to 25, 30 goals again. So for Marshawn, he's done all of the records stat-wise. He's got to 100 points before, and now he's like kind of in limbo where – he knows it's all about playoffs now, and I think that he's kind of trying to find some rest within the games. And and I, I have no doubts that he's going to be able to flip the switch come playoff time if he doesn't score the next couple. But, of course, these guys all want to feel good. They all want to score, and, and it would be nice to see him pot one in. And, and, again, if it goes off his back and in, he'll be happy with that, and I think that changes his his thought and his, his confidence level. Andrew Raycroft with Gretchen Foyer here with us on the Harbor One Hotline talking about the Bruins. They'll play Toronto tonight. Next Thursday, the regular season will end. Razor, five games left. How would you like to see Jim Montgomery use the goalies? And if you were Linus, how would you want to be used heading into the postseason? If I was Linus, I would want to play tonight. I would want to play Saturday night. Two playoff teams two high-energy teams, offensively-minded, and those games are just going to feel more like playoffs. Um, don't need to play Philly, obviously, the back-to-back. And then one of the games next week, probably, it doesn't really matter. I'd like to play at home, I guess, at the end of the day, um, and then take five or six days to work on a few things and be ready for the playoffs. So that's how I would want to be as a goaltender. I could also see them you know, mixing it up and maybe wanting Linus to play next month, next 
Thursday in Montreal, get that last game. So you could switch it up that way. But, but again, I, I'd want to play these homes, the, the three home games left, feel good about my game, and, and then be ready for, for 83rd game. So the record of 62 wins uh, at, with the Bruins sitting at 60 with five to go, go for it. You think they should go yeah. for it? Right, like let's let's yeah. let's not hide the fact that this is actually attainable. Let's talk about it and do it. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. And, and three weeks ago, I was like, "Wow, they, I don't know if they're going to get it because I knew they were going to load manage guys, and I knew that the going Tampa Bay and Carolina. I thought that was a tough weekend. Bing, bang, two wins. Uh, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. While well, Pittsburgh needs to win, I thought maybe resting guys. No Patrice. The the fact now you got to go three of three of five to get the NHL all time record. You absolutely lean into it. You can get it and, and get it as soon as you can. So I would expect them to continue load management and, and have some guys in and out of the lineup. But, but as a group, you really want to get that, that, that historic win at this point now and be one of the best regular season teams of all time. Razor, I know that the Bruins will catch one of the wild card teams. There's Florida, there's the Islanders, there's Pittsburgh. Those are the three most likely. Um who would you like to see in terms of a Bruins end of things? Which opponent would you like to see rolling into the garden for that game one of the first round of the playoffs that would uh, set up pretty well for Bruins' success? Well, I never imagined that I'd say that I'd want to see Sidney Crosby and Geno Malkin in the first round of a Stanley Cup playoff, mm. but that's where we're at. I, I'd want the Pittsburgh Penguins. They, they're a mess in goal. Their back end's not that great. Their offense beyond Malkin and Crosby have had really good seasons. They don't have a lot of depth in the lineup. So so I'm taking Pittsburgh. And they're also sputtering a little bit here. Florida, they're on a run right now, so they can cause a little bit of damage. Um, I like their goal pending. Bobrovsky's had a good season. And then, of course, the Islanders always play everybody hard. So so I'm taking Pittsburgh. Again, it's not, it's not a, a real big concern. The Bruins are going to be a massive favorite, but Pittsburgh would be better for me. You know what I was telling Gresh earlier before you came on that I was I saw read this article about Wayne Gretzky talking about how basically he would feel sorry for the Bruins if they didn't win the Stanley Cup, and and I, I kind of feel like you know either you're 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 on one side you're the jealous type that doesn't want them to succeed, you want them to fail miserably, or you want them to to finish it. And I thought that was interesting that Wayne Gretzky, with all he's accomplished, is like, man, I feel sorry for these guys that they couldn't close it out. What do you think about that when he says that? Yeah, it's a, I mean, whenever the great one talks, it's always fascinating to see his point of view and how he how he thinks of things. And, and yeah, he's because he, he gets it. He knows. I mean, the guy's lived in the spotlight since he's 10. So he gets, like, what that pressure is and, and not fulfilling something that everyone expects and and that's what that's what this is going to be for the Bruins I I know they understand that but it's it is still something that that you have they're going to have to manage and and after they lose one or two playoff games they're going to have to manage some of that exterior noise that they're going to hear from people whether it's family friends and people at the grocery store so so it is something the Bruins have to manage and and it's a you wouldn't not want it that way, but at the same time, it's something they brought on themselves winning all these hockey games. little Canadian perspective I need from you, Razor, because uh, right before we went to you here at the end of last hour, I mentioned that the Bruins' final game is in Montreal. And from a Bruins fan perspective, wouldn't it be delicious 
Whether it is the wins or the points record or maybe both, oh, my God. But anyway, how devastating would it be to Canadians fans if they were win number 63, if they were, yeah, if they were win number 63 for the Bruins, would it just eat those people up? God, I'm hoping you tell me yes, because I'd love to see those people just screw themselves into the ground mentally because they think they invented the game of hockey and know it better than anybody else in the world. Well, they, yes, they certainly think that and believe that. I, I think it will, yes, it, on some level it will annoy them. Now, it will never come to the surface because they are going to say, too many men on the ice and we beat you 19 times in the 70s and Ken Dryden, <laughs> the whole, that's what they're going to do. I can promise you that. But on some level, yes, it will it will aggravate them for the Bruins to especially do it on their ice in the last game of the season when they're they are horrible and the Bruins are are looking to win a Stanley Cup. On some certain levels, that will really bother quite a few Montreal Canadian fans. I like it. I like it. That's what I'm now rooting for. I now have something yeah. more than just the records to root for for the next week. And, uh, of course, we'll be talking to our friend Andrew Raycroft throughout the playoffs here on WEI. Razor, thank you for the time, friend. We always appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Masters, and we'll uh, talk it again next Thursday. All right. Thanks, thanks buddy. Bye, buddy. There we go.